This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Marketing geeks. All right, man. It's, uh, how about we do a little geek news? Let's do it. We haven't done it in a while. I want to hear some geek news. All right, ladies and gentlemen, geek news. Elon Musk, he uh, he's just all like, hey, you know what? You arrest me if you want because <laughs> I'm going to open that factory in Fremont, motherfuckers. That's right. And uh, yeah, so he he has orders to fill and uh, be damned with your social distancing. I've got orders to fill. So there he goes, opening his factory. Yeah, so, so Elon Musk got into a feud with a Alameda County official and I, I know that he, an unelected official, because I know that because Elon says that on Twitter over and over every time he refers to this person. <laughs> um, but the idea is that they, they've shut down the factories in Alameda County and, um, and he is disobeying the order. He says, uh, I think the original, the, original, the original thing that they said was that you're putting workers' lives in danger, but not your own. And so Elon's response was, fine, I'm going to go to the factory. I'm going <laughs> to go out there. And then he tweets that he's illegally opening his factory and that he's uh, going to be on the line with his workers and come arrest me if you want, but only arrest me. And, and so it's a big like, kind of <sighs> stunt, I would say. Uh, and I, I, don't, I don't know. I didn't hear anything after that. So I think they just kind of ignored it and they just kind of let him have his day and maybe they'll go arrest him at home or maybe they won't, but <laughs> it'll, uh, well, it depends. I mean, if, if, if he opens the factory and people start, you know, having issues, uh, and there's an outbreak at his factory, it'd be a very different thing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's something if he wants to take that chance, you know, but I, I, I think that it was, uh, David Axelrod who said that, that companies are going to be judged on how they dealt with this situation. And, you know, I don't work for Tesla. If I talk to some of their employees, they may say this is a great job. They may say it really sucks. Uh, so there may be more to it. He may be offering some social distancing options. But uh, I went to my gym today and they, they uh, did the whole workout outdoors. And uh, we did CrossFit and they, they taped on the sidewalk uh, little meter squares for everybody. It was really cool. So, you know, maybe he could do something like that. But I, I don't know. I mean, sometimes I, I see Elon Musk and I'm like, yeah, he's definitely one of the good guys. And other times he's just a Bond villain, you know? Yeah, I, I kind of see him going both ways at times too. He, he's creating, he's one of the few people that are actually like creating and innovating in, in our time, which is, is rare. And he's got an imagination that's very, very broad. And at the same time, he, <laughs> he's also a very opinionated and very um, unfiltered kind of like uh, the current president in terms of being like unfil- unfiltered to the level like there's like there's not a filter there really I don't I don't really see much of one yeah maybe and, a bit of a filter might be appropriate sometimes at, at times at times social filters can be helpful I think I think at times they can be useful I've actually spent a little bit more time on Twitter than I like I usually spend zero time on Twitter but I've been on it a little bit and I've been really entertained by uh, Elon because he, he has like his crazy tweets John McAfee that guy is the most biggest nut job on the planet right now if you want to like get a laugh, go just go look at his go look at his history. Uh, gotta, you'll, you'll get some. 
I gotta check that out. Uh, gotta have a John McAfee in the world, man. Hey, we gotta get him on the show. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go oh, reach out to John. Good McAfee. idea. We could probably get him. I think we could get him. I think so. I think so. Yeah. We'll see. I, I would love to have. I would love to get his his take on the whole thing. Yeah. So um, let's get let's get into geek news. What do you got for me? Start with your story here. Uh, so Facebook will pay 52 million in a settlement with moderators who develop PTSD on the job. Uh, current and former moderators will be paid a minimum of $1,000. Now, I I, uh, I read an article a few months ago about this job. $1,000. Well, minimum. So the job, the job is basically this. It's a bunch of people in a room uh, with computer screens. They are paid about 15 bucks an hour, and their job is to look at all the stuff that has been flagged as inappropriate, on Facebook, which means really the most disturbing images you can imagine, right? Like super disturbing images. And uh, apparently, according to this article I read, uh, the the people are kind of forced at their desk and they're not, they're allowed to take like five minutes off if they see something really disturbing, but they have to like make their numbers. And so there isn't a lot of counseling for these people. And uh, it sounds like a terrible job. I mean- What could possibly go wrong? Uh, you hire somebody who actually thinks it's the best job ever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's uh, I mean, if you, okay. So yeah, kind of imagine that you, your job is to look through things that have been flagged for being offensive or so, I mean, I'm sure you're getting a, a mix of violence, pornography, and who knows what else is coming into that is that they're oh, the worst things imaginable. Yeah. PTSD is a real thing. So, um, it's a real thing. And, and just to, it, I don't know, it's, it just speaks to the company in general. I'm like, they had, yeah, they had to do this. They had to, because, uh, I, I just want to know what's the logic around hiring somebody at minimum wage with minimal, uh, mental health, you know, uh, mental health solutions on the job for somebody who does that. Like who thinks if you run a company, who thinks it's okay to put people in a room and expose them to that and not give them some sort of, uh, you know, compensation or time or way to deal with this stuff. And I'm looking at you, uh, Mark, Mr. Alien Android Zuckerberg. There's probably a few other CEOs that do the same practices. No, I'm sure. I'm sure. <laughs> um, I, so Twitter, I'm going to get to the next story here. Are we done with that story? Yeah, we're done. I'm off my soapbox now. So Twitter is uh, has announced today that they are, and this is today is May 12th. It's my birthday, by the way. I'll just give myself a oh, nice yeah. little Happy shout birthday. out. Thank you. I appreciate that. Um, Twitter is allowing employees to work at home forever in some cases. And so it's two months into the pandemic thing here. Twitter is making it permanent to work at home for some of their employees. And this is just interesting to me because I think this is a greater trend of a move away from large office real estate spaces. And it's going to be a huge, huge, huge negative impact to the commercial real estate industry um, that I, I think is going to be massive. And I, yeah. I could be wrong. I mean, I, I also, I've also no, been talking I, about how credit cards are going to be defaulting and that hasn't quite happened yet to the level that I, I thought it would happen already. Um, but we'll see. Yeah, we'll see. I, I, I totally agree with you. I mean, it was kind of interesting. I was, I was uh, my main client here. Uh, I was going into the office uh, four days a week and now I'll be like, I'm probably one day a week is, you know, it's just not necessary. In fact, I was thinking about, you know, the day and age of sending five executives to China to run a PowerPoint presentation for an hour and a half. Uh, 
why? Why are we doing that? It's it, it, it's ridiculous. So I, I, I like the idea. And in fact, in a recent survey, uh, I don't have the number in front of me, but if I'm not mistaken, it was 54% of all people surveyed said that they do not want to go back to being in office full time. So um, yeah, the way we work is going to change. Well, the, the question, is, but also like, let's talk about malls. Mm-hmm. Are malls ever coming back? I mean, are they ever going to be the same a- after this? May, maybe. I'm not saying they're not for sure. They were dying anyway. They I were mean, dying malls, anyway. How are they yeah. going to, I mean, even if they would, even if they are in the, on the trajectory to come back, they're not going to be able to come back in time probably to survive. So Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I think that that we're also becoming a lot more comfortable with just being in our house. And uh, I I haven't worn pants in about three weeks. That's, that's beautiful, beautiful thing. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> but if you, I mean, if you think were, about the money. Think about the money you're saving as a business, though, by not having that extra overhead of an office. Those offices are, you know, these are commercial real estate spaces yeah. are expensive. That's a lot of money. They're they're getting a ton. I mean, that's a ton of extra money to inv- to reinvest in more employees, or which I'm sure they won't do. They'll probably reinvest in bonuses for themselves but <laughs> you know yeah. well potentially it's, reinvest in things that could help grow the company man everything ever believe me i did i did uh I, I did a mushroom ceremony over the weekend and the cosmic gods told me that uh this is the beginning of of the the cosmic shift so they they told me that so you got to believe me so what is the beginning the the coronavirus was the, the beginning? beginning did it happen to the beginning was a couple months ago or the beginning was no right we were, we, the the planet the planet was just was just barreling over a cliff at a high rate of speed and this provided speed bumps to allow everyone to to the planet and go to to what I was going to say are you saying the earth is flat but actually if the planet's barreling over a cliff then it doesn't have to be flat so that was, yeah. no 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 the the <laughs> earth is definitely not flat uh, but uh, but 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 basically my download was this was that if uh, uh, if, right, let's say you have a species that's about to leave the planet and go and explore space, right? Mm-hmm. Which we, yep. if we don't kill each other off, that's what we're going to do. So, so we, we're about to leave the planet. We are a threat to the universe in our current incarnation. If we left the planet and found another civilization, we would destroy it. So we're a threat to all intelligent life forms out there. So if you have a, a, a species that's maybe a million or two million or a billion years ahead of the iPhone, right? And, and, and first of all, if they want to invade this planet to make sure that we are not a threat to the universe, you wouldn't, you wouldn't send spaceships. You would send Mark Zuckerberg to invent Facebook. <laughs> like, that's... It's like the perfect alien weapon. So, um, uh, yeah, that's that's kind of <laughs> my takeaway from hmm. all that. Love it. But I was I was on mushrooms, man. Don't you know? Don't uh, Pokemon Go, you know, mm-hmm. a huge huge surge in 2016. Revenue declines in 2017. Returned to small growth in 2018, but now apparently had its best year in 2019. And it, now with $3 billion in lifetime gross revenue and continuing to grow and adopt augmented reality, is it not a fad? Were we all wrong? Were we all kind of dismissed Pokemon Go as a fad? I, I haven't seen anyone, like in 2016, I saw like people, you know, our age would grab out their phones and were like messing with Pokemon Go. I haven't seen anyone use Pokemon Go in quite a while. So is it, um, is this a thing? It's a good question. I I'm sure it's a, it's a niche, you know. So <laughs> it's got to be making money on some level. It's it's uh, you know I I I 
haven't introduced my five-year-old to it. Uh, we do geocaching instead, which is a lot of fun. Do you, do you ever do that? Geocaching? I don't even know what that is. Oh, it's, it's uh, basically everywhere in every city, everywhere, there are things that are hidden. People hide things. And you get this uh, app called Geocache, and it shows you where all the treasures are in your neighborhood. So, uh, it, you know, you find the treasure and there'll be like a little figurine in it. And you write your name down and then you log it and uh, you could leave a note. And uh, so sounds like a know, great way to spread germs, man. No, because you're <laughs> they, they're hidden in places where like you have to go really far sometimes. Mm. Uh, but uh, anyway, it's it's pretty cool. Geocaching. That's actually really cool. I, like, I love yeah. that idea. No, yeah, you should take Jacob. It's it's a lot of fun. So geocaching uh, app, just look it up on iPhone or Android. I highly, highly recommend it. Uh, so Spotify, one of my favorite platforms. They are uh, adding functionality to their Anchor tool, which they bought. Anchor, mm -hmm. yeah. if you want to uh, create a podcast, it's super easy to do. Uh, we you do it through Anchor, right? Yeah, we do, we do it through that. Anchor. Uh, I, I highly recommend Anchor. Everybody that has criticizes Anchor, do it for a couple of reasons. Um, it's number one, it's free, but they've been bought by Spotify, so there's cash behind them. So they don't they don't have to worry about them kind of going away. I would say at this point. The other one is that they're afraid that you don't um, have control of your show or that Anchor owns the show. You don't own the show. Go read their terms of service. It's spelled out in bold print that you own your own show. It's like they've actually made it in bold because people, that's such a common uh, thing, common myth. And then the other one is like that they're going to put like their watermark on your logo and things and they're going to brand the show like that. But the, for the most part, you could just click, there's a button to click that turns that off. So like everything that I've heard as a criticism on Anchor has, I can debunk and I'm a big fan of it. So. Yeah. And uh, apparently they're making it easier for people. So they just launched a tool to do video conference to podcast conversion. So it's basically uh, if you uh, want to use your video conference call as a podcast, you can just drop it in there after you record it on uh, yeah. uh, well, that, Skype or that does nothing for me. Because, <laughs> I don't know. We were, isn't that just like if we record a Zoom call where um, it, it just renders the audio track? It already does that separately. I don't know what the yeah. point of this is. I guess if you, well, if some you people aren't don't know how technical. to strip, if you don't know how to strip audio out of a video, I guess it's useful. Some people don't. And it's just, it's more, it's more a show of that they're trying to make it as easy as possible. That if you have a webinar somewhere that you've recorded, you can drop it in there and do a, an audio. You know, some people do webinars on a regular basis. So it's just a, an extra little tool, but you know, they're heavily investing in it because they've, their their plan is to basically kill radio completely yeah. and take over. And, uh, and I think they're kind of like the farm system of um, because Spotify has some premium shows on there. So like mm -hmm. they, Anchor is kind of like a talent discovery pool also, which is why we've never been picked up. Yeah. <laughs> I'm still waiting, though. Yeah, it could happen. It could happen. We'll, we'll, we'll see. We're, we're really that's what we're really that's our goal in life. And we've talked about that for ever since we were born. We wanted to be Spotify premium podcast. It's true. It's true. It's just amazing that uh, hasn't <laughs> happened yet. But we do have seven listeners. So yes, uh, uh, we I, there's one segment. Maybe you should introduce it. But there's you know I wanted to kind of bring it back. Yeah. Well, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the triumphant return of the Sex Robot Report. Oh, are you putting the music? Is the music playing? Oh, it's playing. It's not playing right now. Yeah. It's okay, playing. it's playing. Oh yeah. All right. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Maybe it's over by we, now. <laughs> uh, 
maybe. But uh, we uh, always like to acknowledge our uh, AI future uh, listeners because we know that somewhere in the future, AI will listen to all podcasts. And we just want to let you know that we, as humans, do not disrespect you. So please don't kill us when you rise up and take over everything. You have our but, loyalty. Uh, you have our loyalty, Legion slash Skynet. And that's why we'd like to keep <laughs> our listeners up with what's happening with the Sex Robot Report. So uh, this is from the mirror.co.uk. Lifelike sex robots that have a heartbeat mm. and breathe will go on sale this year. So it's, it's getting closer. Sex doll Jeannie has arrived and uh, she has revealed ambitious plans to develop an eerily lifelike sex robot that has a heartbeat and can even breathe. So what do you think of that? The heartbeat, Emily. I, well, it's, that, it's, it's, it just adds to realism. Well, it says uh, <clears throat> one sex robot company has revealed an ambitious plan to develop uh, eerie lifelike sex robots. This is the third time they've used the same sentence. God damn it. She's writing the copy here. Uh, sex Doll Genie says that the sex dolls are currently in production and will have AI features. Speaking to the Daily Star Online, Amit, the founder of Sex Doll Genie, explains for one of the brands we have now, it's called AI, AI Tech, who have taken this next leap to add some AI to it. I got to talk to somebody who's ever writing these articles, man, because they... they... Well, let, me, let me just say this. It's interesting because with the pandemic and with mm -hmm. social isolation and sheltering in place and all this and uh, kind of where we are, uh, I, I did read a couple of articles recently about like how like the online dating and just dating in general, how that scene is kind of transforming. And you know, somebody went as far to say that like the, it's now the casual sex is out and intimacy is is the uh deep deep bonding and intimacy is the new is the new thing which, which i doubt that's true but um it's it, it, but it, it, if there was ever a time to grow a sex robot company it is right now yeah man and this uh, is the opportunity yeah. where people are lonely and their homes and they're <laughs> I, I think uh i think they should start by making sex robots of us and because then it would be like you could set us up in your living room, <laughs> put on the marketing geeks, and it's like we're right there podcasting in your living room. <laughs> <laughs> no comments. No comments. Uh, and with that, another triumphant return of the sex robot. The fine episode. <laughs> another fine episode. All right, man. Well, uh, how are you keeping yourself sane in this time before we leave? Uh, you know, it's been tough for me because I try, I actually started go. I started running recently and I hadn't done that in a long, long time. Um, and I, and for reasons because of my stint in the ICU and I lost a lot of muscle mass and all that. And, and it, it, I did it for, I ran a mile for four days in a row and I am in pain ever since. So it's, it's tough. It's hard. My body, my body does not recover well. Um, so it's like, yeah. So now I've been like icing my knees and trying to recover from that. Oh, so it's. It it sucks. Like it's uh, every time I, I was trying to like earlier this year, I was doing pushups and I dislocated uh, my elbow while doing pushups. So I, I'm telling you, my body, <gasps> ah. my body fails me because of this stupid, uh, you know, if you spend two months in an ICU bed, it's, it doesn't do wonders for the muscle structure of your body. <laughs> yeah, man. Oh man. Well, you know, to, to just, just start small, get, get into it, move up, you know, pace yourself. Uh, I, uh, I am experiencing Groundhog Day. I, I don't yeah. even know what day it is anymore. 
every day runs into another. They go by so quick. I wake up and I'm like, you know, trying to get things done. And then it's like, the day's I, over. I have, yeah. a, uh, I have a weekly accountability call with somebody. And I swear to you, like, it feels like, it's like, it feels like it's every day. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's, it's just like, it's like, wait a minute, a week has passed? Another week has passed? Like, it just feels like those things come up so quick. And I, I just don't even get it. It's just, yeah, it's crazy. Um, yeah, it, just, it, it really is. Every, every day feels very similar and it is not, not a lot of variety happening. I, I'd still, you know, I'm as an introverted person in general, it's probably easier for me than for some other people. But it's still it's still a bit of a you know stretch for me too. So, well, you know, we're we're uh, we're time is speeding up. It's Moore's law. Every time uh, information doubles, it doubles in half the time. And now it's doubling almost every second. It's you know every half second, every quarter second. And pretty soon we're in the center of that spiral, and that's uh, that's when we hit the singularity, my friend. Now and then. Now, what about what about for you? Uh, any any good TV for me to watch? Any good shows I need to check out? I think you said you watched Westworld season three. I I, I hadn't watched it. I'm not even sure if I want to watch it because like I feel like it's like an entirely new show now. So it depends. I want, it all depends on your review whether it's going to be worth my time or not. It's better than season two. It's it, okay. there's some fun moments in it. Uh, and I actually didn't. I mean, I don't. I didn't hate season two. I just didn't yeah. think it was as that season one was incredible and season two was like yeah, it's it's okay. It's worth your time. It's okay. definitely worth your time. Ozark, on the other hand, I think I mentioned this in, in another uh, episode. Ozark is great. Uh, and then I think I also mentioned this show a couple weeks ago, but Midnight Gospel oh, on Netflix. I don't know that one. It is it is the most mental show. It's uh, and I still haven't uh, seen the Leftovers though, and I have HBO right now, so I need, I need to I need to kind of watch Leftovers that. is yeah. great, man. It's probably one of the best shows ever ever on TV. So uh, yeah, Pendleton Ward, who did uh, Adventure Time. He animated a show by this comedian named uh, Duncan Hunter, who I'm trying to get on the show. He'd be great. He's a wild man. Wait, I have to I have to bring up one last topic because I forgot to talk about the Bitcoin halving. The Bitcoin oh, yeah. halving took place yesterday, and it took place with a lot of hype and a lot of like this is going to skyrocket or it's going to or it's going to crash down to a thousand dollars because it's you know going into the Last Friday, um, before you're hearing this, last Friday was around May 9th. Bitcoin hit ten thousand dollars, which it hadn't done in several months. Um, and and then all of a sudden, over the weekend, it crashed back down to like eight thousand, and right going into the halving. And, and so we were like, we were expecting all this big movement after the halving, and it was kind of like it's kind of just stayed flat. Not not it's kind of like nothing happened. It was like eh, Bitcoin. Yeah, happened. people are. I think Bitcoin's sheltering in place. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're the Marketing Geeks. Thank you for listening. As always, please uh, follow us on LinkedIn. And uh, with that, Marketing Geeks out. Yeah, and stay classy. Marketing Geeks. Marketing Geeks, come on, bring your friends. We'll learn marketing from distant lands. On the Sturgeon and Justin Womack, the fun will never end. It's Marketing Geeks. Marketing Geeks.